Oh, he didn't mention my, I'm talking about my phone. Here we go. Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can follow me on Twitter at Trenton365 and send an email, Trenton365show at gmail.com. The website is Trenton365.com. You can also follow on Facebook, Trenton365show. You're listening to us live over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. And for those of you who are watching on TV, the three-time stellar award-winning station here in central New Jersey. WIMG is also the oldest radio station in the state of New Jersey as well. Take a look at some of that information. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, WIMG 1300. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey, also over the America One Network. In the studio with me is Taylor Pickett-Stokes, who I'll be referring to as Taylor, but also as Soulful T, because she's doing a bunch of different things. But I've got to take it back a little bit, because I was introduced to Taylor many years ago when she was at the Trenton Children's Choir uh, Chorus, and she was actually mentoring um, some of the other students there. My daughter happened to be there singing as well. Not only was Taylor uh, mentoring and helping with uh, the academics there, but she was also teaching how to do step shows, teaching uh, young boys and girls how they can perform, and uh, teaching them a bit about the theatrical performance of being a performer on stage. She's translated that to uh, going to Montclair State University, where you've graduated there, and now you're a grown-up into the real world now, (laughs) but you're making these huge strides in the music uh, and performing scene. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into all those meat, the meat and potatoes of that in just a little bit, but just talk a little bit about who you are as a person and um, why you're here in this region. Okay, well, who I am as a person, I live and I breathe music. I have loved music since I was younger, even though when I was younger, I probably wasn't as good at it (laughs) as I am now. Um, but yeah, music is certainly my passion. I also have a passion for people. You know, I just love connecting and meeting new people and um, just building relationships. I definitely do think that that's um, important, especially in this type of industry. Um, so yes, I graduated uh, Montclair in 2015. Um, so yes, now I'm in the real world now. <laughs> and um, I'm just looking to try to make my mark as an artist, you know, and um, just looking to you know, impact people positively with my music and my artistry and my poetry and singing and everything else. So, um, what I'm, I'm I'm born and raised here in Trenton, so that's what brings me here to this region. I haven't uh, really been anywhere else, and Trenton is my home. You know, even though I love to travel outside of the country, and I have a few times, Trenton will always be a part of me. Mm, that's fantastic, Taylor. And uh, Soulful T, I think it's important for people to to, like yourself, who've graduated college, who are professionals, who now um, not necessarily want to leave the community where they were born and raised and where they grew up, but also willing to come back and give us some of that higher education and knowledge that you've attained. So yes, thank definitely. you for doing that because I know that you've made an impact on uh, students at the Trenton Children's Choir or Chorus, but um, you're obviously doing that still today. So kudos to you for doing that. And I think more young people need to look at you as an example. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So we're going to be moving around a lot because we haven't sat down and had a conversation. I think it's been almost two years since we actually had a physical yes, conversation. The last, yeah, the last time we sat down was during um, the fashion event that you were a part of um, over at Fashion to Figure. Um, can you talk about what fashion means to you? Because you've always been someone who's very much into the presentation of yourself as a person, um, representing yourself in what you wear and how you conduct and carry yourself. Can you just talk a little bit about what fashion means to you? Well, um, I was never really the kind of girl who was big on labels and like big names and like Louis Vuitton. I was always the kind of person that um, I liked to wear what made me comfortable what made me feel like me even though you know some of my friends was like girl you dressing like you 50 (laughs) i'm just like you know um i want to represent that person who can just be you know sassy and cute and not have to wear like exposing clothes and things like that and just things that make me comfortable make me feel like myself you know um colors my favorite color is purple so i've also like to be vibrant sometimes but um i like to just be comfortable you know Mm -hmm. just me um, and fashion is just, it's important for when I want to, um, when I, of course, hit the stage and stuff like that. And then just all around, you know, how you dress yourself and how you carry yourself. But um, 
you know, I definitely do think fashion plays a part in the industry, um, but I don't think that, you know, the clothes make the person. I think the, you know, the person makes the clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, I did that event uh, at Fashion to Figure, which is a plus size a retailer, mm-hmm. um, it, it was clear that it was important for the women who I knew, um, who were very fashionable and stylish women, for them to have an opportunity and a platform to talk about their personal experiences and how they present themselves and the fact that we're not all built the same. We're not all going to fit into a quote-unquote air quotes particular size range or anything like that. And uh, you were very clear and very vocal about, just like you just said, the clothes don't make you it's what the clothing does to almost accessorize what you're doing. So body consciousness has been very much uh, in um, the, the forefront of uh, culture. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Um, okay, so, you know, my perspective of that, you know, I think that, you know, now in this generation, a lot of the upcoming um, younger teenagers want to be so much of, like, what they see on TV, and they think that they have to wear, like, revealing clothes to to feel pretty or to be attractive and it's not true you know because we all come in different shapes and sizes so you want to wear things that complement you and your personality and who you are as a person I think that the clothes you wear should represent you in a way you know and um I just you know think that a person should just always be comfortable with what they have on and the skin that they're in like you should always just Embrace yourself, you know, embrace what you wear. It doesn't matter who has the biggest name brand, Michael Kors. It matters what, as what makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I alluded to earlier, um, I met you through your work um, at the Trenton Children's Chorus. And um, you worked so well with my daughter and even the students who were younger than her and the ones that were older as well. What was the driving force behind you um, enjoying so much time with children and wanting to share your knowledge with them? Oh, children are so honest <laughs> and they're so and they're so sincere. And you know, I just I wanted to be that person to them that I wish I had. Not that I didn't have mentors, but because I've been blessed with so many people in my life to kind of just um, kind of guide me through certain things when I needed it, I. I would be doing a disservice if I didn't give that back, you know, and so what drove me to want to do that is that um, in high school, you know, I um, I wanted to, I joined this dance team and I'm just like, I used to, some of like my friends used to enjoy going out to the club and stuff like that and that wasn't really my thing, but I wanted to like, you know, try to ex- show people that they can express themselves through, through dance through singing, through art, and stuff like that, and it doesn't always have to be in a negative way. So that's kind of what made me want to reach out to kids and show them that there's ways that you can express yourself through art, through singing, through dancing. So because I had people to guide me that way, I wanted to give that back to people like the Trenton you know, Children's Chorus and contributed that because the Trenton Children's Chorus was a very big part of my life. I certainly enjoyed being a part of it. And um, it was also a way that I expressed myself. That is actually a way that I started to open up into the arts more and stuff like that. It was an avenue that I was able to take um, to help me grow as a person and as an artist. So I wanted to contribute to that in any way that I could. Mm-hmm. So um, that was pretty much a driving factor behind me giving, spending the time that I did at Trenton Children's Chorus. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a young person, were you always interested in art and performing and writing and singing and dancing? Yeah. Yes, I was. I um, it started with writing, poetry. Um, as a you know younger girl finding it hard to express myself and you know talk to people my um, the greatest way that I could find a release through whatever it is I was going through was through writing and from writing to singing from singing to dancing to dancing to just overall performing mm-hmm. so um, the whole culmination of uh, self-expression mm-hmm. yes the whole culmination of self-expression and I actually didn't start acting until I got into college um, um, it was just, I wanted to just sing and dance at the time, and the opportunity came for me to audition for my first show, which was which was Rent. 
And um, as nervous as I was, I went out for it, got the part, and I was like, this is a whole new world I'm entering into. What is this? But it's so fun because I can do all three in one show. And I was like, whoa, this is something I definitely have to invest in because instead of just trying to focus on one area, I can do this all in one show. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's everything. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned about um, in your life you've had mentors and people who've helped you in various ways. And you wanted to give that back um, to the young adults at the Trenton Children's Chorus and I'm sure in other realms of your life as well. Talk about the support you've gotten from your family, um, the edification you've gotten from them as well. My mom is my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know, she really is just... I. I pray that one day I can be half the woman that she is. I, you know, my mom is so honest with me, and a lot of times she is the, my worst critic too. You know, sometimes when she comes to my shows, I'm always scared to see what she's gonna say because I'm like, you know, I gotta, I want to live up to the standard that my mom has for me as a performer, as she knows, you know, um, what I can do and who I can be. So. Um, my mom definitely supportive. She, you know, comes to all my shows. My godmom, my sister. Even though my siblings are all sports people, they play basketball and football. Um, they definitely um, have shown their support with my artistry. They've come to my shows and things like that, and they give me their feedback every now and then when I ask for it. Sometimes some of their feedback is hard for me to hear because I'm just like, "Well, I thought it was good." And it's like, "Well, I think it could be better," you know. And I'm just like, they they challenge actually me the most to be the best that I can be. So um, I love my family for the support that they give me and what they do. And, um, you know, I've always wanted to be like uh, Karen Clark Shear and Kiara Shear with my mom. I was like, Mom, you got to sing with me one day. <laughs> and she's like, uh-uh, baby girl, you do that by yourself. So, um, but no, my family's my, my biggest fans. Mm-hmm. We're just about, up. great, I'm glad you said that because I think it's important for, for people to know that um, no one does this kind of work, entertainment or anything, by themselves. You have to have a support system around you, and it works out even nicer when it's family members. We're just about up on the first break, and we're going to get into all the details um, about Soulful Tea and your um, uh, performances that are coming up, your one-woman show, the demo that you're working on, um, you're traveling out of the country, all those different things in just a little bit. But in like a minute or so, could you just... Um, share a little bit about the professional development that you've gone through from high school to college. Ooh, well, <laughs> I remember in high school, um, you know what, that was one of my biggest changes in high school um, as a performer because I was a part of this dance team and the coach would push me so hard, I would almost go home crying almost every day. And I'm like, because I want to be front and center all the time. And um, when I wasn't dancing hard enough, she would let me know. And sure enough, I had to fight for my spot. My spot got taken all the time. So when I had enough, I was like, okay, nobody's out dancing me. I'm going to be front and center, sure enough, um, as long as this goes on. And by my junior year, I was captain. So that pushed me to always be the best that I can be because you never know who's watching. Um, so with that, that, you know, definitely took a big course of change in who I am as a performer and just my development I think that um, you know emotional wholeness and emotional um, emotional stability and spiritual wholeness is important just being a healthy person um, can help you be a healthy artist um, and what you translate in your music and your dance and your just an overall artistry um, it's important to just be able to you know focus on your family put them first and just also um, make sure you don't stretch yourself so thin um, to where that you don't have time to focus on you and to just let life teach you so you can teach people through your artistry. Fantastic. Taylor Pickett Stokes, Taylor Pickett Stokes, also known as Soulful T, is my guest tonight. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show with me, Jacques Howard. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening to us over WYMG 1300. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. In the studio with me is Taylor Pickett Stokes, and I'm going to continue to refer to her as that. She's also known as Soulful T, and we'll be getting into that in just a moment. We've been talking about her background a bit. Um, um, Again, I met Taylor when you were helping out at Trenton Children's Chorus. And um, you were engaging with the young people there, the young right. adults. And uh, my daughter was one of them. 
and um, she took to you, um, you were teaching her how to dance, you were teaching step shows, you were doing a bunch of different things, and uh, there was this immediate connection. And I'm fortunate enough to see you go from being a high school student to now a grown woman, graduated <laughs> from college, in the working world, yep. developing your professional craft as an actor, a performer, potential writer, etc. So, um... Just talk about how that movement has been for you, the, the evolution of you as a person and you as an artist. Um, it's been a process, you know, and I think that that's just one of the things that in life I just forget to just be in. You know, sometimes I'm so focused on the next big thing, the next step. I don't allow myself to really fully be in this, the process. And... Um, you know, just life happens and, um, you know, you lose friends along the way and stuff like that. So with life happening, I feel like that inspires some of my work because it has to come from somewhere. You know, of course, it comes from my imagination as well. Um, but just the evolution of where I am now. Um, it just took life happening and me experiencing different things and different people and seeing other artists and experiencing other artists, um, you know, to kind of evolve and shape the artist that I aspire to be and where I am even now in my process. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not really sure if I answered your question, but, um, you know, basically in short, I'm just saying that with life happening and just experiencing life in general is pretty much what inspires my work and what is expired and is and is what is expired i cannot talk mm -hmm. is inspiring my work now that's great and you know i wanted you to 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 share that because i think it's important for anyone to know and hear the the subculture the meat and like that meat that's on the bone People need to know that, that, okay, yes, you're involved, you're a performing artist, and people right. have a tendency to only see the hour, the two hours, the three hours that you're on stage and you're mm -hmm. performing, the glamour side of it. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. Right. There's a lot of hard times. There, there's a lot of uh, training, etc. Can you just talk about that? Because I think it's important for especially the young people who are interested in a life of being uh, involved in in art and performing art and media for them to realize that this is what you see is it there's a lot more on the back end of that it right. really generally is the tip of the iceberg yes there's a lot more that goes on behind the curtain and um you know with that i pray you know um <laughs> i talk i talk to god and i'm like you know that's really what the, the, the meat of this process is because um, you know I'm, I'm, if anybody who knows me knows that I'm a Christian so you know that's what keeps me strong that's the meat of the that's the meat of it um, in the midst of life happening you know I turn in that direction and uh, when it comes to shows and stuff like that the hours the amount of practice that goes into them is a lot you know I'm pretty sure anybody can say that imagine but I'm pretty sure there was one time we did a show um, I did a dancing show and me and the dancers spent eight to nine hours in the studio one day to come up with one routine um, for a show and it's like everyone only sees the finished product but I mean people were passing out um, pulling muscles and stuff like that to make this show happen even with me as a singer, you know, um, I'm constantly always looking to grow as an artist. I know that there's always areas I can improve in. So I'm ne I never just stop at um, one thing. You know, I look into um, connecting with different people like vocal coaches and vocal therapy just to make, just to help me grow as an artist and grow as a singer. Um, that, you know, that's kind of also a part of the process as well. Um, in terms of me being on stage and then trying to get um, people's schedules, you know, because like I said, life happens and it doesn't just happen to me, it happens to my musicians, it happens to my, to my dancers, other actors that I may um, have the opportunity of performing with. So, you know, trying to get everybody on a set schedule whenever I do have a show is definitely one of the most difficult parts um, with my band, trying to get a rehearsal together with everyone. But in the end, I'm actually always surprised. It turns out better than I intended. <laughs> That's great. Taylor, share your contact information, please. Okay. Well, I can be found um, on Facebook, Instagram, 
um, Twitter, just about any social media under soulful underscore T-E-E. That is S-O-U-L-F-U-L underscore T-E-E. Um, I also have a website. Um, it is www.soulfultandtheband.wix.com. Awesome. You know, um, you were talking about all the different things that, that you're that you're involved in before we came onto the show and you've got your hands on a lot of fires, a lot of irons and a lot of fires. And I think that that's anyone who has the entrepreneurial spirit, that's pretty much what you have to do. You've gotta you've gotta get this expression out. Sometimes it may be in one particular genre, it may be in another, but that's all part of the development of you as a person. Um, I'd like for you to talk, we're going to go through a, a list of these things, but I'd, I'd like for you to talk a bit about your writings. Um, you've said that you've been writing you know, all your life for the most part, and now it looks as though this may be coming into some sort of a focus where you may be just recently thinking about doing something else. Yeah, so my writings, <laughs> um, reading my writings now, um, the writings that I've written when I was a little girl reading them now, I'm kind of like, what were you talking about? <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, my writings from the words of a friend, you know, um, she, she kind of said they were very dark. So I guess there is another side of me that um, the people who support me or my fans have yet to experience. And uh, I'm excited about that. And, um... So, most recently, I've been thinking about possibly turning my writings into a book. All I know is that at the time of me writing, I was just writing on um, about how I felt with, you know, going through the experiences that I was going through. And um, I didn't know that it was going to turn into a story or a show or anything like that. I just knew that I was getting, relieving myself at that time. Um, that's how I was getting my frustrations out or whatever I was going through at the time. And... Um, I'm quite interested to see myself how this one-woman show is going to turn out. Um, who, uh, yeah, I'm actually quite interested to see how it's going to turn out. I have an amazing director named Adrena Cream. She is phenomenal, and um, I couldn't have asked for a better director. And she, I feel like she really understood the place that I was coming from in my writings, and. Um, I'm excited to see what she does. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you, you mentioned Adrena and transitioned um, to your one-woman show that's coming up. Uh, in addition to doing this one-woman show, you're also, also partnering with uh, Tamara Ramos, Tamara Torres, also known as. Um, and she is a, a local artist, but she's got a lot of international attraction. She's doing a lot of different things uh, for women's rights and social justice and feminism and so forth. Talk about how this one-woman show that you're doing and how it's morphing into having more women who have a similar mindset, how you guys are coming together. Well, um, let me say this. I believe that anybody who has lived life have experienced loss, um, heartbreak, or, um, you know, losing someone that was close to them, or, you know, severing of friendships, whatever you want to call it. Um, and my woman show kind of touches on those kind of things. And uh, with Tamara, um, you know, it was just such a blessing to just reconnect with her because as I'm promoting this show, she is going to be assisting me in one of my promotional, um, I should say, pop-up shows, which is um, going to be held in her art, the art gallery she's currently um, stationed in right now um, on May 19th. And um, she's definitely been just a godsend and just helpful with you know her insight as an international artist and um you know my recent photo shoot with the with corresponding with the one woman show um my pictures were just you know released and she um commented about my picture and it really felt warm to me to know that i had an actual professional international artist compliment a picture that I was so nervous about taking so um, I'm excited to be working with her and um, I'm thankful for her helping me out and you know just being able allowing you know to me to collaborate with her mm -hmm. and her um, current events that'll be coming up awesome so um, the one woman show um, is this something that that sort of just came together or was it something that you always had aspirations to do no I actually never had aspirations to do a one woman show and in truth be told, it actually wasn't my idea. I originally wanted to have a cast with this show. Like I said, with the writings that I have in this show, it was just writings that I was just putting together because I wanted to, I was in pain. 
I wanted to, you know, relieve that pain. And I just knew that I was writing because I was in pain. And I didn't know that it was going to form into a show. And I was like, maybe I should get a cast. And then I don't even know how God just worked this thing out to where I just bumped into this lady named Adrena. And something just felt right where I was like, take a look at my script. You know, and she was like, okay. And she was like, okay, I don't think you can pull this off um, with a cast. I think you should do this by yourself mm. as a one-woman show. And I was like, this chick is crazy. A one-woman <laughs> show. And I'm like, but actually when I sat and thought about it, I was like, nah, for real. Because I know what I'm talking about. I know what this is. I experienced this. So I thought that her giving me that was the best thing. Because I'm like, now here I am doing a one-woman show that I never even expected to do. And I'm like... I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd like for you to briefly talk about um, the guidance of having someone else who can help instruct you in, in, in how you're developing as an artist. And again, I keep referring back to what you've done, and I've seen your work mm -hmm. with young adults and how people take to you and how young adults were listening to you. Um, it's obvious that, that you understand that there's a transition of knowledge that needs to take place for right. us to evolve as, as a culture and as a group of people. But obviously, with Adrena, you obviously are open and willing to listen. Just talk about the importance of that, please. Oh, um, it's definitely important to always be in a place where you can be taught. Never be in a place where you feel like you know it all and that you don't need any um, critique or criticism or, um, you know, giving any ideas about anything because then you kind of close yourself off to, you know, other creative ideas. So it's always important to be open to other people's um, ideas or and perspectives on what they have about or what they have about something and um, just always be in a place where you can always be taught because we're always learning like that's just life like it's this big process where we're always just learning tripping and falling always learning and getting up and moving forward fantastic I'm with Soulful T, Taylor Pickett Stokes, a.k.a. Soulful T. We'll be talking about more about her one-woman show, but in addition to that, her music and so forth, that's coming up. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. And I do want to give a shout-out to Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S Entertainment, also on the website, regisjazz.com. Um, Eric Thomas, who is the creator of this, along with Rich Jackson and James Freeman, um, host monthly jazz shows, and there's one coming up at the end of this month at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey. You can go to the website and check that out, Regis, R-E-J-S jazz.com. In the studio with me is Soulful T, also known as Taylor Pickett Stokes, Reverse. And uh, we've been talking about lots of different things, not only her as a performing artist and the different uh, renditions she's gone through over the years, but also her importance, her understanding the importance of sharing information, not only the information that she receives, but also disseminating that to other people. And she's done a fantastic job of doing that through organizations, most notably I'm speaking about, is the Trenton Children's Chorus, where she she was doing some of those instructive things with my daughter, who is now 13 years old. Taylor is now a grown woman, um, graduated from Montclair State University with a degree in theater. Um, she is now working in the quote-unquote real world, um, grinding her teeth and trying to make all her different moves come to light. And one of them is her one-woman show, which is going to be coming up uh, in May. So I'd like for you to talk a bit about this one-woman project that you have and this wonderful extended weekend that you have planned okay so the one woman show will probably happen towards the end of the summer but the promotionals are going to be taking place in may um throughout the entire summer so that i can give you know you know people a chance to kind of take a peek at what i'm doing and what i'm working on and got my hands in so what's going to happen is um I'm working on little promotional pop-up shows at different venues um, this month. On May 18th, I will be at All Stars, located in Bordentown, across from Mass Stories Restaurant, if anyone's familiar with that area. And um, another um, location will be downtown um, at the Art Gallery, where Tamira Torres is um, located. And um, 
so the weekend the weekend is going to be dedicated to promoting um, the show and having people come out who, who take interest into it, watch you know um, me open up about it and ask questions if they have them and you know sing some original music that I have written corresponding with the one woman show and um, possibly maybe hearing a sneak peek of some writings that I have in the show so. Awesome. Yeah. So, can you give a little bit uh, about the theme of the One Woman Show? Hmm. Love. Um, brokenness. And um, a person trying to find herself in the mix of dealing with a broken heart. Heartbreak. Mm hmm Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 when these moments happen, you know, when, when someone's right at the point of um, being candid about who they are, I always like to give them the opportunity um, to share that and also to let them know that, hey, we are all in those positions. And I think that's the, the, the humanity that's amazing about us as human beings is the fact that we can, in some instances, feel comfortable with doing something, especially as a performing artist, to be able to open up and to remove that veil so people can actually see who you are at the core. And uh, it's obvious that this one-woman show is something that's pretty powerful to yourself. And because it's so powerful to you, you feel the need to share it with others. Um, and I'm sure, based upon you as a person, that you're hoping that this will be some help to someone else who has been in a similar situation or to help someone who may end up going into a situation like that. Can you talk about the power or what you believe is the power that performing arts has to be able to share a message like your one woman show that's coming up? Ooh, I think that art is one of the top things that is one of the driving things in just society in this generation period. Um, you know, music has been around for years, you know, and that's one of the biggest forms of artistries. And people, you know, when people can relate to music, it's just, you know, it's a, um, it's a different thing versus, I don't know. Um, not saying that people can't relate in other ways, but I just feel like art is one of the biggest expressions. I, you know, you just, it's so much personal, so much authenticity in art. You know, um, because you are not hiding behind anything. You know, it's kind of like your art shows a part of you and who you are and your personality. And, um, yeah, music is a big thing nowadays, especially with this generation. And I think that being able to reach people through that is an amazing thing. You know, it's kind of like the way to go because everyone listens to music. Mm -hmm. You know, anyone who doesn't listen to music or... Um, who hasn't seen a play and I feel like you know when just people in general general we like to know that Someone understands what we're going through or can relate to what we're going through So whether that's expressed through dance whether that's expressed through singing or acting or writing, you know, I Think that art can be therapeutic mm -hmm. if you let it and that was going to be my next question um, You know, how has art been therapeutic? for you? Art has been therapeutic to me because I've never been disappointed in it. Um, I just feel like, you know, um, with music and singing, no matter what place I'm in or what kind of mood I'm in. If I burst out into a song by the end of that song, I'm probably gonna be smiling. Or I'm gonna turn that song into something else. Then I'll go from a sad song to a happy song. The next thing I know, I'm clapping my hands and I walk around the house dancing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it just starts and it's a progression of, 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 of things. And it's, just, it's a mood changer because music really has a big influence on your mood and just people in general. Music actually has a bigger influence than I think we give it credit for. Mm -hmm. Sticking with the subject of music, um, you have a new band. Um, yes, I do. So I want you to talk about your band. Okay, well, my band is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the musical director of my band is named Sean James. Um, you know, and previously, um, I had I was working with 
um, the band at my church. And, um, you know, everyone, life happens, everyone gets busy and stuff like that. But recently, my band performed in Philly at Pub Web, and we had such a great time. And if you know, decide to come out to any of the pop out pop up performances, you will see um, my band there killing it, rocking it, and having fun. Mm -hmm. um, before the previous band that, that you were performing with, um, you were very um, outspoken about it being an R&B flavor band with like some jazz kind of feeling to it. I know that you were talking about this new band that you have. It's got a larger audience that you're looking to in touch with, um, crossing over with some different genres of music. Yes. Can you be a bit more specific about that? Okay, so now with this new band that I have, um, we're more versatile in a sense that I'm not just confined to just R&B and soul. This band can play contemporary, classical, rock, pop, just about anything that I ask them to play. They're so skilled um, at what they do. I'm like, I have to step my game up to get to where they are because they're so skilled at you know their artistry and what they do. I mean, they teach, they do this for a living. You know, they teach, you know, they play in parades and orchestras and being that they have this wide range of um, professional, um, you know, training and stuff like that allows them to be more versatile on the different types of music that we can play and do and sing and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So earlier um, you were mentioning about how at this point the band is in a situation where now you guys are, are about, you guys and gals are about to do a demo, mm -hmm. putting a demo together. Yes. And I'm um, just... Talk about that process a little bit and, and how, it's, how it's coming along and what people can expect from what that sound will be, that original music. Well, the process is going pretty good. I'm actually enjoying it, um, you know, writing the music for it, which is, you know, my original, you know, music. Um, it, it's, it's definitely been challenging, challenging. Um, but the band is pretty awesome. They're actually just waiting for me to say go, and they're like, okay, let's play this tune and let's rock out and have fun. So really, the process is more of me preparing myself to be ready to go into the studio um, to record this demo. And I would say if I had to classify the type of music um, in a genre, See, I will automatically revert to soul because it comes from such a deep place, but the type of sounds that I want to incorporate inside, um, you know, with the lyrics that I have written kind of is like an alternative R&B soul mixture kind of thing. It's going to be different. It's going to be cool. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. And that's something that I really appreciate about um, the, the generations that are, are around now. I know um, as a young person, it was very difficult to hear anyone uh, other than Jimi Hendrix or a handful of other artists who were people of color who were playing rock music. And um, very rarely did you hear anyone who wasn't African-American doing hip-hop. Um, now you have all different genres of music being performed by all different ethnicities and backgrounds of artists, which I think is amazing. And I think it, it shows the evolution of us as human beings. The fact that someone can be, regardless of someone's ethnicity, where they were born, or the language they speak, they can be passionate about a music that may represent a particular culture or did evolve from a particular culture. So I think it's important for all artists to kind of like kick those doors and those walls over and take what is there and to utilize that to express yourself more. Yeah. So it, it's exciting to hear that, that you're looking at doing something much larger than what you've done before with the hopes that you're going to reach a larger audience. Um, speaking of the larger audience, um, you were just recently in Dubai. Um, yes, I was. Can you talk about <laughs> your trip to Dubai and, and what that has done for you emotionally and spiritually being in that place? Oh, Dubai was absolutely beautiful. Um, I never thought that I would have the opportunity to experience something like that. You know, I realized that not everybody gets a chance to travel out of the country. So I don't take those sort of experiences for granted. And it was just um, fulfilling to just experience another culture um, in that way. And it, you know, I was appreciative of certain freedoms and things that we have in our culture and theirs as well. You know, I thought that the structure that they had there and just that the way they just do life, I thought it was just so peaceful and just beautiful and calm where you know versus as here you know everything is like on stress you know everybody's just running around and always trying to make the next dollar but <laughs> not not to say that that's not what they do there but it just didn't seem like I didn't get 
you know, um, the same energy or vibe that I get from here. And just um, with that experience, it was very relaxing. I got a chance to just um, sit back and just take life in and just, you know, make, think about, you know, my artistry and um, experience, you know, different, you know, people and just it was just a beautiful experience i know madam could have paid for that you know um it's kind of hard to put into words because <laughs> it was so enjoyable mm -hmm. um i would certainly go back if i had the opportunity to awesome i'm speaking with taylor pickett stokes also known as soulful t and vice versa um, i encourage you to go to social media and find soulful t it's soulful just like it sounds underscore T-E-E, -E, and there you can connect with her and find out more about what she's doing, not only the one-woman act that she has coming up, the wonderful weekend in May where she's got a bunch of events planned, and in addition to that, her band that she has coming up, uh, doing some wonderful things, including a demo. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can follow on Twitter at Trenton365. Send an email, Trenton365show at gmail.com. And one of the Facebook pages is Trenton365show. You can also check out Library Boxes of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, I'm part of that. Also, Lifestyle by Amon's Brindled and Capital City Rollers. The whole idea behind what I do with Trenton365 is it's civic engagement radio. And the idea is that we can build a better community together for everyone if we are all involved in a discussion. In the studio with me is Taylor, and I'm just going to start calling you Soulful T. Soulful T is here in the studio with me, and she's sharing a bit about her background for those of you who don't know her. But we've been talking about her forthcoming uh, one-woman show that's going to be happening sometime over the summer. And she's got this new band that she's excited about, and they're going to be cutting a demo soon. And then she's just been talking about different things that she's been doing after graduating from Montclair State University with a theatrical degree. And uh, we didn't touch on this uh, much, but um, what have you been doing theater-wise? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I just finished a run of Memphis at the Ritz Theater um, in Haddonfield. It's close like, to Cherry Hill area, area if anyone know, knows where that is. And um, that was one of these, the most fulfilling shows I've ever been a part of because it was the most challenging role I've ever had to play thus far in my theater career. <laughs> um, you know, most of the shows that I've done I've either just had to play a character where I just stood and sang or just danced or just just a meaty acting role, but not particularly to that extent where I had to do all three. And I, when I say all three, I was <laughs> dancing from the top of the show to the bottom. I, I, danced, I danced off some weight. I, I mean, you know, less. I was dancing off some weight and um, yeah, it was, it was very, it was very fulfilling, you know, just in working with other actors who've actually been on tour and traveled, um, you know, with other productions that they've done. I've learned a lot from them, mm -hmm. you know. I, I will never forget one of the the quotes or one of the things that one of the, the leading uh, actress said to me. She said, we don't make mistakes, we make adjustments. Mm. And I always thought, and I, that as an actor encouraged me because I'm like getting on stage and I'm like, oh my God, we're all messing up. And she's like, just adjust keep dancing and dance their way through the rest of the show and I would give any opportunity to be a part of that show with that particular cast again mm -hmm. um, they're actually um, going to be auditioning people to do the show um, Memphis at Mercer County Community College which you may see me in you may not I don't know yet <laughs> but keep a lookout mm -hmm. so regarding the theatrical performance of what you've done in the past how do you see this whole big picture of what you're what you're doing and again just to, to think what we've discussed tonight mm -hmm. I mean you've done mentoring and teaching all right you are theatrical performing you've got a one-woman show you're planning on writing you've got a new band you've done some fashion stuff um, you just had another photo shoot so you got all these different things that are happening as well how do you see this culminating with um, your theatrical performance is the one-woman show going to be a wide-scale like theatrical performance yes the one woman show was going to be a wide scale theatrical performance um it, it actually mainly is theatrical um it's you know it's not quite like the the general musical that people are used to like you know um, Phantom of the Opera or you know even Memphis 
Um, it is some music a part of the show, but it's original music and it's not, you know, sang in the way that's like a spectacle style. Um, it's, um, you know, done in a way that's um, different, not what, you know, most theaters are used to. So it's experimental, I would say that, you know, along the lines of experimental. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I answered your question. <laughs> so, so do you think that at some point in time you're going to be able to bring all these different balls that you're juggling, you're going to be able to bring them all together to, to something? Absolutely. I do believe that. Um, you know, I believe that everything you do, you should do with reason. You should do with purpose. Um, I don't think anybody just does something just because. Um, I think that a lot of what we do, especially as artists, it's um, purposeful. It has intention. And so to answer your question, um, Mr. Jacques Howard, I do believe that all these things that I'm juggling, this music, the demo, the band, the show, the writings, is all going to be made into something that will be able to bless people. And I don't quite know what that is yet, you know? Um, and I think that that's okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna let God move and continue to just be in my process and allow my art to speak and um, to just be open to whatever comes of it, mm -hmm. what comes of it. Mm -hmm. But whatever comes of it will be purposeful. Mm -hmm. Now you're, you're very open about your spirituality, your faith, your faith as a Christian. Um, how has that worked for you in sustaining you in this very difficult industry of uh, being a performing artist? keeps me leveled <laughs> you know it allows me to um, to be um, hmm. my spirituality allows me to be more I don't even know the word I'm looking for but with my spirituality it's just it plays a part because that's who I am. Like, I can't really describe what it's doing through my artistry, but, you know, it keeps me in a place where I'm like, when things do get overwhelming or stressful or crazy, I have that to go back to, you know, my faith. You know, God, I can talk to him. And, you know, it just keeps me in a place where I'm of wholeness, of healthiness. Um and stability, if I made sense. No, it does. And um, do you foresee your faith um, playing a larger, more out front role in your artistry? Absolutely. <laughs> it would. It, it it has to, because that's that's like my foundation. You know, um, if you, they, if people can't see God in my work, then maybe I need to rework something. Um, because that's that's my lifestyle, you know. And um, yes, it absolutely plays a part in my artistry because I'm looking for my artistry to to bless people, to minister to people, you know, not only to be entertaining, but to show people that, you know, hey, I go through this too, but look at what God can do with this. You know, God can take your brokenness. He is the God of restoration, so He can restore whatever's broken. You know what I'm saying? And um, I want to be able to translate that to my artistry, you know, that there's hope, you know, hope, that's, that's important, just hope, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, yeah, however I can bless anybody, administer to anybody through that, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes, um, just like anything else, I mean, people, um, share their faith mm -hmm. when it's convenient. Um, right. And, and I think that that's just another one of those human traits mm. that, that we all have. Um, how do you maintain your faith? For you personally, I'm not mm -hmm. asking you to speak for all Christians or right. all women or anything. Right. How, how is your faith helping you to maintain those peaks and valleys? And I ask you this because for me, that's something that I have found that my mm -hmm. faith does. It helps me to not get too high not go too low. Just recognize that the, that the changes in elevation, whether the peak or the valley, that is just part of the process. And it's something that we all have to go through. How about you? Um, so 
you know, I think if I understand the question correctly, um, my faith contributes to, um, you know, you're asking me how does that, how do I exercise that throughout well, all well, how, of how do you manage the peaks and valleys mm -hmm. through your faith? How do I manage the peaks and valleys through my faith? Um, my faith, I want to represent that. So in my peaks and in my valleys, I want to represent the, the one whom I believe in, mm -hmm. which is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, um, am I perfect? No, no one is, you know. But if I keep that goal in mind to represent him, you know, in all that I do, um, whenever I'm going through something or whenever life is looking good, um, the full fulfillment and purpose is, is, in, is in that. Um, my faith is strong, you know. <laughs> I'm forever, you know, working on myself. And it's a process. It's a walk. But, you know, um, just going through changes and things like that, God never changes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he never changes. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's really the bottom line. But, um, yeah, just, and you know, my faith also humbles me, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I, I wanna, want to interject here, and I'm glad you mentioned um, this idea of perfection, right? Um, and this this idea and the concept of, of human beings getting to some point where we're perfect. Um, I think that's also a misnomer. I think that too many times people put other people on a pedestal mm -hmm. um, and think that we should sub subscribe to them because they're perfect, uh, because they've achieved a certain status or all those different things. And for me, it's it's been really eye-opening when. I don't put myself in those situations where I don't hold anyone in really high regard mm -hmm. because we have all fallen short and we right. all are going to have uh, peaks and valleys and right. issues and, and trials and tribulations, etc. But I think that it's important for us, especially with young people who are watching. And I, again, going back to the original statement of mm -hmm. how you dealt with young people, and I know we're, we're running short on time. But I think that it's important for us who are doing things, especially in the, the limelight or in um, the, uh, the public's eye, for us to be honest about how difficult this is. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's not always glamorous and we don't always look this good and no, we have not. bad days mm -hmm. and, and we don't want to be bothered at some times. And that we need to be more human right. with that and understand that this is a job, this is a profession, this is just something that we do. Right. Um, we're just about out of time, mm -hmm. but I'd like for you to say just a couple of words about who you are and um, what's going to be coming up and how people can stay tuned with Soulful Tea. Okay, well, I am a, um, <laughs> a growing person. You know, I'm not perfect. And um, just if I can leave anybody with anything, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. Just continue to be in your process. Continue to be you and be the best you that you can be because there is no other you on this planet. And just enjoy being you. And um, I hope you guys come out to support my show in May, um, and on May 18th and May 19th and do that entire weekend. And stay tuned for my one-woman show. You will most certainly hear about it. Awesome. Soulful T on all social media platforms, soulful underscore T, T-E-E. -E. Archives of this will be available on the Trenton 365 Show Facebook page and Trenton365.com website. Have a great week, friends, and we'll chat next week.